everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taco Bata Tuesday, the show where we eat healthy, delicious tacos and have conversations about life. Hey, hey, you guys, and happy Taco Tuesday. Today is actually a very special Taco Tuesday because today it is my 28th birthday. I know, I feel like I'm getting so old, but enough about me getting older and more about just how special this episode is going to be just to celebrate the occasion. The taco is special. The topic of conversation is going to be special. Let's just dive right into the actual taco of the week because I know a lot of you have been waiting to hear what did I choose to do? I actually put up a poll on Instagram and Facebook to ask the listeners and my followers, what is it that you want to see this week? And it was a basically a landslide. Um, the choices were either a savory taco or a dessert taco. And dessert taco one. So before you leave the episode today, you're going to want to check out the show notes to grab the recipe for birthday delight tacos. It's light it's guilt-free, and it's the perfect way to satisfy your sweet tooth cravings when those hit, because I don't know about you guys, but they hit me hard all the time. So again, check out the show notes. Let me know what you guys think, and I hope that you enjoy these tacos for more than just your birthday, because you deserve to. All right, let's go ahead and jump into the topic of this week, which I have yet to explain. I just said it was going to be special. I wanted to keep it simple this week and talk about just the lessons that I've learned over the last year. Um, I feel like every single year, especially since I've started my journey between my health and my physical journey, that I have learned so much within those 365 days. And this year was no exception to that. And so this week, I'm going to talk about the top five life lessons, we'll call them, that I just want to share with you guys. No matter where you're at in life, if you're my age, if you're not my age, if you're going through a season, if you're not going through a season, whatever it is, I just want to talk to you guys about the top five lessons that I've learned that I feel like could really hit home with some of you and allow for you to just level up and elevate in your life. So let's go ahead and get started. The very first lesson that I learned in the year of being 27 was to learn to want things and not to need them. And this one deserves a little bit more explanation. So this one actually came from my book that I've been reading and listening to as of recently, which is called The Gap in the Game. I've been talking a lot about it over the last couple of episodes. But essentially what has really hit home about this lesson of learning how to want things and not how to need things is keeping the most important thing the most important thing, which is yourself putting you at the top of the list at the end of the day and how those two thoughts connect is when you need things, especially external things, you lose a little bit of your freedom and you start to become dependent on other things versus when you just want them, it actually can increase your inspiration and your passion and your desire to go out there and get them. It creates this healthy relationship between you and the thing of, that it is that you're shooting for versus and when you think about it, when you need something, it's like the end all be all. If you don't get it, it's going to break you. If you do, hopefully you didn't die trying, right? So I hope that this one makes a lot of sense for you guys. The only thing that you need in your life is yourself. The only thing that you need is yourself. And 
what I mean by needs is not neglecting your internal needs. In fact, that's the exact opposite. It's by turning the dial up on those. It's by listening to those so much more because when you can do that, then you don't need to depend on anything else because you already have your own back. You have your own self. You can depend on yourself that you don't need anything else out there to make you happy. So start wanting things instead of needing things to create that gain mentality that you already have everything that you need because everything that you need is within you. So hopefully that resonates today. All right, this next lesson is probably one of my favorite ones to talk about. And I know every time I say it, this always hits home for people. And this life lesson is that delays in your life are never denials. Your delays in your life are never, ever denials. This is probably one of the biggest lessons that I've learned and that I've been able to reflect back on because I think about my journey in total and I think about everything that I have gone through, all the things that I have walked through. And I had to overcome a lot of mountains and a lot of stuff to get to where I'm at today. And I'm still going through those things those delays that happened for me in my life, they weren't there to punish me. They, It wasn't life saying, here's a suck it sandwich, although sometimes it feels like it. It was life giving me a gift. It was life saying, hey, we want to get you to where you're going, but first you've got to learn the lesson because the lesson is the gift that's going to allow for you to really thrive and step into the person you are capable of becoming in this next chapter. Your delays are never your denials. They're just an opportunity for you to become. They are an opportunity for you to learn. And if you see it as that sort of gift, guys, your life is going to change. You're going to stop looking at these storms as, as these seasons of life, as as all of these things that are happening to you right now. You're going to stop looking at them at such a negative light. And you're going to be able to say, okay, this kind of sucks, <laughs> but how can I reframe this? And you're going to see the gain. You're going to see the reason why, and you're going to be so thankful for it. So again, your delays in life are never your denials. They basically are setting you up for your comeback. All right, lesson number three in the year of turning 27. While you are worried about judgment, others are too worried about themselves. So you might as well just live life how you want to. Do I even need to explain that one? Because I don't feel like I need to. (laughs) How often is it that we are worried about what other people think? That we don't take action? That we don't say what it is that we want to say? That we don't do what it is that we want to do? Because we're worried about what other people think. It's almost to this point where like, it's a crippling fear. And in fact, I was talking to uh, one of the girls that I coach. And she's had this polling as of recently to be like, hey, I... I really want to share what it is that I'm doing, like the, the these simple tweaks that I'm making with my health. I really want to share this with other people. And, you know, I ask her what's stopping her and she says, well, the people. <laughs> I'm like, how does that make sense? Well, she's just afraid of, well, what if I get judged? What if I share something and someone doesn't agree and I get made fun of or I get told that I'm wrong. And it was just all of these fears that were crippling her. And I said, well, what if it's the other way around? What if instead of thinking about all the things that could go wrong, what if we thought about all the things that could go right? In fact, what if we thought about the fact that maybe that did happen? What if people started to judge you? 
what if we instead thought that that was the biggest gift in the entire world? Because instead of keeping those people around that are judgmental, that are floating around in our life as bad energy vampires, what if us becoming our most authentic version of ourselves, doing the things that we want to do, sharing the things that we feel pulled to share, what if that highlighted the people that didn't need to be in your life, right? What a freaking gift that is, because guess what you can do? You can either kick them out or you can turn the dial down. You can kick them off the bus or you can say, you know what? I'm not listening to that today. I'm not giving my energy or my efforts to that today. And I feel like a lot of us feel exhausted and lethargic and depressed and stressed and worry and overwhelmed simply just because we are giving our energy and our efforts to the wrong things and to the wrong people in our life. So to back that all up, because there was a lot of thoughts, a lot of conversation that just happened in that. Don't worry about what other people are going to think. Worry about what's going to happen if you don't do it. Think about the consequence that will help in, happen to you if you don't do this and to the people that need to hear your voice, that need to hear your message, that need to watch you walk through this so that they need and, and have the strength to walk through it too. That's what I think about every single day as a coach is I don't think about the people that I'm going to detract from this because those are not my people. I think about the people that are literally waiting for a life raft. And so whatever it is that's pulling on your heart, that's tugging at you for whatever it is that you need to do, maybe you're ready to start your health journey, for example, and you're afraid of what your kids or your husband or your partners or whoever it is, what your family is going to think of you because you've always lived in this specific way. Well, this is my invitation to you to not only change your life, but to help them change yours. And if they decide that that's not the boat that they want to be on, then you just made your life so much more simple because you know that that is not where your energy is deserved. That's not where it needs to go. So don't worry about the people that are out there hating and judging on you. Worry about the people that need your message. And more importantly, worry about yourself. Because at the end of the day, that is the only person that you can control. And that is the only person that you can bring joy to every single day. So that is lesson number three. Lesson number four, the next lesson that I learned while I was in the year of 27. Whew, this one is a, this one's a good one. And it's one that I'm still working really, really hard on. Define your own measure of success and celebrate it often. More importantly, celebrate yourself often. This one is so important, you guys. I can't even explain this. Um, I, I feel like just even this morning I was thinking about this in regards to how 2021 has looked different than how 2022 is starting off. 2021 was the year of becoming and hustling and doing all the things and proving myself. And 2022 is just the year of being present and being grateful for where my feet are at and just living in the moment and finding so much joy for what's in the moment. That Those two differences right there are my measures of success for 2021 and 2022, and they look vastly different, and that's okay. For me this year, my measure of success is, again, to just really be grateful for where I'm at in my life, for all of the things that are happening for me. Because I have lived in the last several years of just the hustle and the grind. And it's not to say that I pulled my, my foot back off the pedal to not do those things. 
but I'm taking more time to be intentional of, of having those moments for myself, those cozy mornings to myself, to go and do the things that I enjoy. That is my measure of success right now is actually enjoying the life that I'm creating. And again, that just looks vastly different from last year. And what the next kind of thing that I want to spin off of this is once you figure out what that measure of success is, make sure that not only your actions are aligning to that measure of success, but that your celebration of that success, like how you're measuring it, aligns, right? And and what I mean by that is I found myself in a little bit of a funk recently because I was sitting here thinking about all the things that I haven't done this year in comparison to last year. And yet my measure of success is not the same that it was last year versus this year. They're two vastly different things, but yet I am over here measuring myself and celebrating myself based off of last year's measures. Does that make sense of how that can kind of cause this weird funk and just shift in your in your energy? Because for me, it really was. And then I think about all of the you know, all of the, what I wanted this year, which is again, to be present and to live moments with just so much joy and just be happy with what's happening in my life. And I think about all that's happened, like, holy cow, I got to start my year off by going to a conference. And then I got to go and compete on American Ninja Warrior. And I just got back from doing three trips. I completed a Spartan race. I got to do another retreat. I, I got to celebrate my friend as she's getting married. Like, my life is happening for me. And I get really emotional about this because I think about Kayla just even a few years back and she didn't have a social life. She didn't have friends. Like she didn't have half of what she has. And here I am thinking about all of those things that I would have killed for back then. And it's happening right in front of me. Yet I'm choosing to measure and only celebrate myself on what it was that happened last year. All of the big milestones that I hit in my career and la la la. And I'm robbing myself of so much joy, so much freaking joy. So to really wrap that up, make sure that you have a measure of success for the season of life that you're in right now and what it is that you truly are going for. Make sure that it's not someone else's measure of success and make sure that you celebrate yourself. And when you do celebrate yourself, again, how you're doing so, how you're actually measuring yourself, all of that aligns. So that way... You don't find yourself in this conundrum that I was in um, the last couple of weeks. And last but not least, this fifth and final lesson of the year of turning 27 is to schedule time for joy. And I think that that perfectly uh, feeds off of this last one of, you know, wanting to be where my feet are at and being really intentional with that. Be intentional about scheduling joy into your life. We work so hard and we serve, and we give, and we walk through and overcome. We do all of that on a daily basis. And yet when we want to, whether it's, you know, treat yourself or go and do something for yourself, we shy away from it. We would rather sometimes go and work the extra hour than spend the extra hour just with ourselves because we genuinely don't think that we deserve it. Now, there's some people that have no problem with that, but if you're anything like me, type A, hustler, go, go, go personality, it's sometimes hard to just chill out and relax and to, again, schedule time out to really enjoy the life that you were building for yourself. And so I challenge you today, um, 
not just because it's my birthday, this is my wish for you, but just because it, it will really, really help you if you can get in the habit of this once a week at a bare minimum. I know that not everyone has time every single day to do this, but once a week, set a date with yourself or set a time where you can schedule enjoy. Do something that it is that you love to do. In fact, I posted a reel yesterday on Instagram and I posted on Facebook too. Go watch it. The words that are said in this reel are just talking about whether it's 30 minutes or an hour, even five minutes, whether it's sitting alone or you're going out to get ice cream, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Schedule intentional time to experience joy. Because if we're talking about success and our measures of success in life, I believe that the ultimate measure of success in this lifetime is how much joy you experience and actually appreciate, which is why I spend my days day in and day out, not only giving joy back to myself after the years that I robbed myself of it, but spreading it outwardly because I believe that that's my mission and that's my purpose and that you should experience that too. So that is just me trying to share with you how important it is to schedule joy into your life. But you guys, those are those are the five lessons that I've learned, or at least the top five lessons. I learned a lot more than that. But the top five lessons that I learned in the year of being 27, and as I walk into 28, I, I have just a different approach. I have a different feel for life that you don't always have to be on the go. You don't always have to be doing all the things. And in fact, don't do all the things. <laughs> just do the things that matter most that are going to allow for you to show up the best you to become that person that you want to become at, at the end of the day, but without forgetting that there's so much already about you and about this life that you're living that's worth celebrating. And so with that, I just want to leave you guys with this little opportunity here because again, learning what I've learned in the year of being 27 and then going into the year of turning 28, I just, I have a little bit of a different approach to health. Um, and what it is that I believe that we need in order to live this lifestyle that's on fire. It's not about weight loss anymore. It's about feeling good and living life on your terms. And as a byproduct, the weight loss, the inches, the fitting into your dress, the looking good at your friend's wedding, that all is a byproduct of that. And so what I'm actually going to be launching here in the next week or so is a program that is completely focused on your headspace as well as your body feeling the best that it can. And when I feel my best, I feel strong and I feel mobile. I feel energized. And that's what this is all about. Strength training at its best to help those of you that are really looking to see gains in that area, but also lose weight. And then mobility, because our body needs that feel-good energy to work out that stress so that we can seek new heights and the new range of motion within our life and within our body, all of those things. And then on top of that, being able to connect those that movement, that joy that you're having for your movement with the actual work that you're doing for five minutes a day in a journal, working on your mindset. Those two are going to connect. That is what I'm getting ready to launch next week. And so if you're like, holy cow, I just need something like that to hold on to, to engage in, come talk to me, come reach out to me. You can send me a personal message. You can send me an email. Um, I would love to talk to you about this. And I'm really, really excited about this new approach. Thank you so much for showing up for you today and every day for that matter. I feel so blessed to be able to have this platform to share real life conversation with you guys and to help us all together learn the lessons that life is trying to teach us. I'll see you guys next Tuesday for even more life lessons. See you then.